Nine minutes it is before 8 p.m. You're tuned into uh, Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro with myself, Ayabong Akdawi. We now go into our wrap of the top business stories, and I'm joined on the line by a business journalist, Annalisa Tuswa, to take a look at some of these stories. Annalisa, good evening to you, hi. and welcome once again to Metro. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm Kondo. Let's start off here with a story that certainly, uh, I guess, uh, piqued the interest of my colleague Robert Marawa earlier on, and that is the uh, sale of 167 CNA stores by Edcon uh, to Astoria Investments, and it's certainly something that uh, one would think the market had expected as part of the turnaround plans uh, as in Zaga Edcon. I was about to say, um, I think in, in other things, a CNA is actually long, way long overdue. Mm. Remember, the group started closing down about Boardman's and Red Square, and it was still not good enough. Um, They've been struggling for some time. I I would have thought that even that 2.7 that they were able to get last year, um, towards the end of last year with the landlords and the PIC, I would have thought that that could have saved them some, or given them some leeway. But it seems like it didn't do much. So selling the CNA is really not a, it's not it's actually not a bad idea at all. Mm. Not a bad idea. Talk, talk to me about, I mean, just the plans here of Edcon to, you know, solely focus on their fashion and maybe the sort of beauty cosmetics lines and uh, I guess uh, what other assets potentially might be uh, sold here in line with that strategy, which is central to their restructuring. Look, um, I, I mean, I was going through their statement and I I think they, they're quite clear. Um, they were going to be trying to streamline their, their well, they're trying to re- realign align themselves into just, Focusing on fashion and and and, and the beauty products, and you, they've also started to cut down even on the beauty side. So for me, it's a bit difficult to pinpoint exactly what's next for them, um, because I know there's a there's a, an Edgar's that was closed down in Rosebank, mm. and you would expect two story, that two story store them. Mm. You would expect that even like if they just trying to streamline, then they would keep the 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 central points or the, the businesses that are still generating more money and in Edgar's in Rosebank, one would assume that it's actually a, make, a money-making business. Um, so I'm, I'm even skeptical to say maybe they'll move into this side. But it's, it's, it's like I said, it's not shocking. Um, mm. It's survival of the fetus. If you're trying to streamline your portfolio, it's, it's a company like CNN, um, CNA, it's, it's a bit tricky because they sell books and they are stationery and magazines mm. and we remember we're moving towards we a lot of people can get books anyway um you can even download a pdf file of the book so in a, in a, in a certain way if you're a struggling company you need to find some way to make money so rather give it to an investment company that actually has more resources and to even try and i'm sure the guys that will take over will have a, a new a new flow of how things are done there um, and they'll have more time in a, to pay a bit of attention into trying to revive the CNA business because generally I haven't been to CNA in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, look, man, many of us have never had to. I mean, if I think about some of the titles that I'm looking for specifically, I mean, I'd rather go to some of the competitors than go to a my, CNA. Unless, my point unless exactly. is Gare, maybe, ne, ne, ne glue. Yeah, Even for is Gare, ne glue, you can just go to Ujet, sell those things. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or go to a small brother shop, which would actually be cheaper than CNN, sure, um, sure. because it's quite expensive. So I think, I, like I said, I think it, it was way long overdue. Um, when you look at just CNN, it needs more 
I would say it needs more attention. And at this stage, I don't think Adcon as a group can afford to put so much um, attention into the CNA business. Mm. So rather give it away and make money out of it and try and bring it back into trying to refocus or restructure your, your, your Edgar's um, and just try and, and, and get us more clothes at Edgar's, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's talk. What's happening here in uh, Sisangebulana's REIT, uh, that real estate investment trust there at Rebosis? It seems the shareholders have voted against uh, the pay policy there of some of the directors. This after, you know, that REIT didn't pay a dividend in 2019. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of property, um, but I, I think this is one story that I looked and I was like, I'm actually interested because, first of all, Usisa is Gumkaya, and we, we, we've, I've always been a fan of businesses that were started by black people and who have made it work for a couple of years. So you, you, you look at in, into it and you see that shareholders now are unhappy. And when their policy structure is quite complicated, if we put it that way, because I realize they've got a, a dual share structure. Um, what that essentially means is that there's like two sets of or, or, or shareholding. So you could either hold shares in this portfolio, which is share A, or you could hold in a second one. Um, and the conflict comes with the company is not doing well. And amid all of this, it seems like shareholders on both portfolios, actually, they're not getting what they, they should be getting. Um, I, 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 some way along the line, Usisa last year got a salary, in, I think in 2018, he got a salary of about $2 million, mm. right? And a year later, which is 2019, he got a salary of $5.5 million. And that's just his basic salary. So you look at $2.2 million and you shoot up to $5 million, for example. That's over, that's, you literally just doubled your salary. Yeah. But then in the same year where you paid the CEO $5 million, you're telling shareholders, you don't declare a dividend to shareholders, so you're telling shareholders that they can't benefit because the company is not doing well. Mm. So I, I think I, I get the concerns around um, just to take off the technicalities of what the shareholders were proposed or what went into the actual proposal on what you're going to get in your shares. But it's, 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 it's becoming evidently clear that shareholders are not happy um, with how, well, I'd say their money is being used um, or how they're not breaking off any benefits out of the failing, I'd say, well, it's actually ailing. Um, it's, it's an ailing soup, so I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, they've certainly made some investments that uh, have uh, really, you know, I guess, uh, raised the sort of sensitivity and the anger of many investors. And as you say, I mean, if people are getting a very nice payday here and uh, investors aren't getting any dividends, uh, I certainly wouldn't uh, vote for any remuneration policy in that kind of environment. But, hey, umkaya wako, umkaya wako. I think, I mean, one thing that always serves as a great concern for me is that you're a shareholder, you voted, right? You, or you voted against something. Mm. You, it's, still, it's, it's still not the Bible. It still doesn't say that this is what the board will go, will go and actually implement at the mm. end of the day. Um, unfortunately, your vote as a shareholder is just a, a, I'd say it's just a, an advice or some form of 
look, this is how we feel. So some form of indication, yeah. uh, a recommendation mm. that this is where shareholders are. But at the end of the day, um, I think the board and, and the executive team genuinely needs to sit somewhere and say, look, these are the great concerns that have been raised by shareholders because shareholders are the, the people that actually keep the company going. If the shareholders decide to actually take away their money, then... Mm. Thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at the last story here before I let you go, Annalisa. And I must say, I mean, you know, if Ben Kalum Sebe in Zimna uh, over the last few weeks or so, and then, you know, uh, my bosses pull a rug, you know, just under my feet in the manner that has happened here uh, to this Dereta fellow. I mean, you know, he comes out today and he says, Mnalandi bitetwangu, kukwati pano angu kwizi, and yes. And yes, Mnalandi. Can't kalelbe. I wasn't aware of it. And if and if indeed it is the case, then then you know my bosses must tell me which policy are we pursuing? Are we pursuing the integrated resource plan or uh, are we doing uh, maybe a policy from Gala? I mean, you know. I, I don't know. Hey, I think it's, it's I mean we, we had a similar conversation about the politics of the state owned entities um last time I spoke mm. to you and I think again here there is a bit of a, a pool from different sides when it comes to Ugwed and um, because remember, the mining, this announcement came yesterday on at the mining in Daba, um, where you were telling that um, the the state is the government is hoping to actually create like a, a new and a new entity similar to Eskom, um, but it's still not clear on how they're going to do it because what it sounds like it sounds like a second escom but who's going to own it is it going to be owned by the state or is it going to be owned by the private sector if it's owned by the private sector that would make more sense mm. because that would actually help also in terms of just getting off the weight of the grid and i would on my side i'd say okay let private sector run this one and then escom focuses on the making sure that the public has electricity mm. so the transmission so, side of things that, that that's exactly. what you're suggesting Okay. But the problem, the problem now becomes um, if if the actual CEO who just walked into the office doesn't even know about these plans, where do they come from? Is it one of those things where someone was getting off the plane and they were having a conversation with the CEO of Anglo and um, some mining company that just said to them, "Listen, um, we're struggling with the electricity. We just think of generating our own in, um, mm. our own electricity." Um, maybe we should actually just start our own. You see, that way it becomes a bit shaky. Uh, so I think maybe until we get an official announcement, um, I'm sure he'll be briefed by then, where it actually just outlines on what exactly does this second power generation um, entity will look like and who will it cater for. Because the average South African, really, really, I don't think we can afford to be buying electricity. We can't even afford ESCOM. Mm. So to get the second energy company, um, probably would be more expensive if it's owned by the private se- sector. So but what do you make? I mean, so, so you know, the, the government has come out and said, you know, they want this to be a state-owned generation company that might also play in renewables. Ah. And and then public work, you know, public sector workers were up in arms because they were suggesting that, look, you know, it's quite clear you're going to go and ask for some investment from, you know, the continent's largest fund manager, which manages the funds of, uh, you know, nurses, doctors, teachers, and the like. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and those people certainly are, are very dissatisfied with how ESCOM has spent the money that the PIC has lent to them already. Look, I think the... the and that's what I was saying to you, that I've got, a, I've got an issue if it's going to be another state-owned entity, if it's going to be governed on pension, on, pen, on our taxes, on pension funds money. Um, I mean, we, we, we've seen how ESCOM has wasted... Like we've seen how ESCOM has wasted taxpayers' money. 
Um, I think the 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 unions are making quite a valid point that you guys are going to continue a certain pattern of behavior mm. um, and you you are going to again the 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 public the public will continue to suffer on decisions taken by the state um like i'm still I'm still not quite clear because we had an announcement yesterday I'm still not quite clear on what exactly it will look like so I don't want to be one of those people that has a final decision on, okay, you know what, I think it's a bad idea. I, I think we need to give Mandasha and the rest of the, well, probably, hopefully with ESCOM, um, some time to actually mm. just discuss this further because for me the announcement came quite short. It fell short. Um, it didn't have enough details. Um, it gave us a hint that this is what they're planning. I mean, Mandasha yeah. even said by this time next year. So by the time we go to another mining in Daba next year, we should have a solid and a, a, a bit of more information of what the the, the, the new, I'll call it the new ESCOM, um, would look like. Sure. But I, I, it's not a bad idea. But. Look, I mean, it sounds good to me, uh, when Lisa, but my issue is that Yaz Ngaskesi Kupe one line of march. You know, you remember towards the end of last year, they put out the integrated resource plan, yeah. which was very clear. They said, okay, Mamelan, this is how much we're getting from wind. This is how much we're getting from solar. This is how much we're getting from coal. This is how yeah. much you're getting from nuclear. If anybody else wants to generate other stuff, you need to go and get an approval from NERSA. Now, if you're going to say that, and then a few months down the line say something entirely different, I yeah. it's, and, but I, I, I don't know if I should say this, but we've never been good at implementation. Um, mm. We've always had the best policies in, uh, po- policies in mind. Um, we've always had everything well written. And I mean, when I, when we looked at the IOP last year, it looked it looked quite good. It looked fair. It looked like a for me, it looked a bit realistic than the previous plans that we've always propo- proposed, right? But will we be able to actually roll it out properly? The fact that now there's new things like the a new power station, well, an entire entity, not even a power station, because on the RP, Mandasha had said they're going to actually launch a new, they're mm. going to start building new stations. But this is an entire entity. It's not just a, 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 a station. So I think we are getting back into, we're going back in circles. Um, we've established that we've got an energy crisis in the country, and we don't seem to have a proper answer to it. And that's genuinely my my view on it. Mm, I don't think we've got a sure. tangible answer. It seems like the RP didn't answer, well, didn't give, or oh, we can't run it properly, or it's not giving us the answers. Now mm. we're already going back to the drawing board with panic to try and find quick solutions. Ish. So yeah. it's... Certainly it's a tough a, one here. Certainly a tough it's one. It's really a tough one. Yeah. yeah. And Annalisa, unfortunately, we have run out of time and we're going to have <laughs> to leave it there. But a uh, big thank you to you. Uh, for joining us this evening and uh, helping us uh, wrap up uh, the uh, top business stories of the day. That there was Annalisa Tuso. She's a business journalist speaking to us this evening here on uh, Metro FM Talk on the Mighty Metro for our business wrap. Business wrap. Business wrap of the day on Metro FM Talk with Ayabonga Tawe.